Maybe you have seen me on TV. Now who died and made you referee? You did your job, now get out of here and let me do mine. These JV lowlifes need to be taught a lesson. You actually said that like you believed it. <laughs> cool beans. 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 beans. Cool beans. Ah, a fellow chucker, eh? Fishy, fishy. They said I was retired. They said I was too dangerous for the Pawnee Police Department. Turns out they were right. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast. So this is a Work Tech Fun podcast, right? <laughs> work Tech Fun. Wee, wee, wee. Why did we name it that? Because we work sometimes on tech, but more than anything, we, we have, have fun. So much fun. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> My mom will not listen to this podcast now that I'm crunching ice. This is an ASMR that's podcast. All to, that's all I have to do is I'd be like, Mom, sorry. I crunched ice on the, the podcast, and she'd be like, yeah, I'm not listening. So now we can so now we can talk about your mom as, much as, as much as we want. Yeah, mom turned off. We can talk about so. her. Your mom, who's a graphic designer, mm-hmm. which we just learned today. Yeah. Did she work for like a firm? She did. She designed the front the front glass sections of uh, ovens, stoves, and stuff like that. Are you serious? What? Serious. Yeah. I didn't even know that was like a job you could have. I always thought it was cool. Everything when, has to be designed. That's true. I always thought it was cool when you go to the grocery store and see like the super cool tissue boxes. When, at one point I was like, I'm going to be a tissue box designer because then I can put whatever print I want on there. They used to have those yeah. funds that were like oval shaped. You ever think about like somebody had to design that? Yeah. That's super cool. It's true. Everything is designed. Fun facts we learned about Brett today. Hey, now no, we can get into fun, a theological no, debate about uh, existence. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, I was going to say fun facts we learned about Brett's mom, but <laughs> either no. way, I guess that works. There's so many things I would like to say in rebuttal, but work tech fun. Work tech fun. This is the work tech fun podcast. That's Brett. That's Deanna. I'm hey. Jared. Uh, so I'm going to have a little bit of fun. Brett, I want you to introduce Deanna. This is Deanna Smith. That's me. That's it. That's it? <laughs> That's <laughs> all there is to me. Well, tell us a little bit about Deanna. Deanna was born a coal miner's daughter. <laughs> and, um, this is a country song in the making. Right. Uh, and back in the day, um, her parents uh, illegally immigrated to <laughs> oh, wow. the States. And, uh, from the coal the, mines. From the coal mines of Guam. <laughs> oh. and Boy, Guam's the, a territory of the United States. <laughs> shh. <laughs> shh. Um, and then once they got here, um, her dad, uh, was a, uh, uh, a male exotic dancer before he found Jesus. Um, oh gosh, dad, you then, can turn off the podcast now. <laughs> he became, you don't uh, want to listen anymore. Brett's mom's gone and Deanna's dad's gone. <laughs> and then, uh, he became, uh, a secretary at, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, where he met Deanna's mom, who was a UPS driver. And, uh, the two of them hit it off immediately. Um, she so we swiped from- right. And oh, uh, um, <laughs> they ended up having uh, 10 kids, Deanna being the ninth of 10, um, all the rest boys, by the way. Um, <laughs> wow. No sisters. Uh, and so she's got nine brothers, uh, just one younger, eight older. Um, and then she. You just came said here. Deanna was the first of 10 kids. <laughs> I thought you said ninth of 10. You said. No, I definitely said ninth. You can listen back to it later. It's okay. Okay, okay my bad. The, the um, important part is that none of this is true. <laughs> So, and then when we were looking for a social media director for Partners Christian Media, um, 
Deanna submitted her resume, uh, which, how did you do that? Like, obviously electronically, but like, yeah. did you hear about it on the radio? Because you're a huge <laughs> Ted My fan. mom, the former UPS driver, right. told me about it after uh, hearing it on the radio. Deanna's mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so uh, Deanna was a huge Ted Gokey fan. Oh, huge, so huge cringy, Ted Gokey fan. And loved J103. Um, and so Partners Christian Media, obviously the umbrella corporation uh, ministry of J103. Um, and so, uh, she ended up, uh, applying for the job. Um, she won me and Justin over with a Nacho Libre meme and has been nice. here two years. Yep. Two years. Okay, yeah. Coming so up on her hire date here in a couple of months. Nice. So yeah. once, what month. is, what are, let's say two of Deanna's talents, um, putting up with us. Yeah. Tons. That's Gotta a big one. one right? Um, dad jokes, dad jokes, mom jokes. I'm not a mom, but more like dad jokes. I wouldn't say. It's more like smarmy comebacks. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that. That's um, my spiritual gift, I think. It is. It's a love language. <laughs> um, and also, of course, uh, she is a master hand letter. Lighter, letter, letter. Hand letter. Hand, hand letterer. Hand letterer. Hand letterer. <laughs> All um, right. Which basically means she makes, she writes cool word stuff, art. but makes them look fancy. <laughs> so. so, yeah, that's Deanna. That's Deanna for you in a Yay. nice little neat package. We're playing yeah. eight. Lies and one truth. <laughs> <laughs> so which one was true? Well, the last part the was hand lettering. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Deanna. She's actually never met our mom. No, I'm sorry, that was a sensitive subject. I should wow. Have that up. Not true. Not true. All right. So now it's nine lies and one truth. Yes. <laughs> All right, Deanna. Dangerously, you can introduce me now. Let's see. That guy over there is Jared, and. He is six foot seven. Oh wow! <laughs> he plays for the Indiana Pacers. That's just, awesome. Just kidding. Um, Jared does everything at our workplace. A little bit of everything, except sales. You don't do any sales. No, but I did make, change the light bulb the other day. See, a little bit of everything. You make videos. You shoot videos, edit videos, post videos. Watch video analytics for all of our things. Watch YouTube videos. Watch YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. You're on the radio. Word. You're one of our like spokespeople. You do parades. Ugh. <laughs> Christmas season is over. Thank goodness. He no is more sleeping parades. with the promotions director. He is. So that he is my, that is my wife. You now legally. <laughs> now legally. Before it wasn't legal. What? <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to introduce Brett now. Enough about me. <laughs> he wants to move on past that really quickly. So Brett over here is our digital director, which means he is in charge of us. And uh, <laughs> the face he makes is what's scary. We all get here before Brett every day. In That's fact, right. if Brett's here by lunchtime, then you're lucky. Uh, once Brett does get here, he spends most of his day on Reddit. However, apparently we now have a presence on Reddit with some of our brands. We do? Apparently. So I don't, okay. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah. Brett has... 17 awesome kids. Most of them legitimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of them. I adopted all he, of them from Madonna. <laughs> from Madonna. <laughs> yeah. He drives a church van everywhere he goes. and uh, Has so many stickers on his back window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's Brett. <laughs> Coexist. <laughs> <laughs> so basically none of that was true. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have some fun on the podcast. So Deanna, yes. what are you streaming right now? I am streaming. Okay, this is kind of embarrassing. No. Sort of, but I'm not really it's okay. You're among it. friends. You guys are gonna make fun of me for this, but I really don't care because you should give it a chance. Harry Styles' new album is actually very good. 
Very good. He's from One Direction back in the day, mm-hmm. you know. But honestly, like, dude can write and sing. Closet One Direction fan right here. I'll just be I honest. Think when they I was were in great. high school. You guys are both like yeah, babies. Yeah, it's Y'all it's are age. They were age. fun. It's I age. mean, like, they were fun. Listen, so. senior year of high school, I played baseball. And every day on the way to the baseball field, listen to One Direction. Me and one of my friends that played baseball together listen to One Direction. You know what? No so. shame. No shame on this podcast. No. Maybe right. a little shame. Maybe a little <laughs> yeah. shame. All right, Brett, what are you streaming? Um, punk goes. Um, you guys are too young for this. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the late '90s, early 2000s, um, there was compilations called like Punk Goes Pop, oh. and they would have various punk bands that covered. Um, pop songs. Uh, they have a classic rock, uh, classic rock album. Um, there's Christmas cool. stuff, but it's you know um, we got started on because I, uh, I was listening to Reliant K's Manic Monday, um, and then they had stuff like Sugar Cult and Emery and Rufio and uh, Newfound Glory and all these other bands covering pop songs, both current and old. So I've been listening to punk cover songs nice. uh, for a good while now. My husband would enjoy all those. He, he's bands. probably listened to him before. You guys have probably talked about it because you guys <clears throat> yeah. are better friends than I think we even we are. Yeah. You guys are cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Interesting. It's a good thing. <laughs> he's a good dude. He is. <laughs> he's got a cutie booty too. <coughs> he's going to turn off the podcast <laughs> now too because he feels oh like we're we losing everyone. Brett's mom, Deanna's dad, <laughs> and Deanna's husband. Thank you for not insulting any of my family members. You're oh, welcome. I'm working on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like Michael though. Michael's off limits. My dad or my brother-in-law? They have the same name. Yeah, but like One of them your brother-in-law's a loser. Like, why okay. would I talk oh, about him? Okay, okay. Just kidding. he just turned the podcast <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> so I have been stuck on Christmas a little too long. Uh, but like leading up to the Christmas season, I got super busy, and so I. So you didn't listen to Christmas music during the Christmas music season? Well, no. What I was gonna say is I started trying to like listen to concentration music to finish a bunch of stuff at work. And so I started streaming all the music from Charlie Brown Christmas, oh. which is the uh, what are the Vince Guaraldi trio? Thank you. It's mm-hmm. winter. And so I listened to all their songs, and then like my music streaming just continued on through other music by the trio. And so I've been listening to a lot of that recently. And it's jazz. That's yeah, it's, music. it's yeah. been so enjoyable, and they're mm-hmm. great musicians yeah. too. It's not too. It's Christmas. my favorite record to put on Christmas season. Yeah. We decided to take two of the most opposite employees, our morning guy on J103, Ted, and our afternoon guy, Brad, and lock them up in a room together. And what resulted is the Hoffa Day podcast. You can check it out wherever you get podcasts. So each week, uh, we are going to try to uh, rotate through some features. You know, you think about it like Saturday Night Live always does their weekend update. They always have the monologue and certain things that they do each show. Um, and so with uh, the Work Tech Fun podcast, um, we figured we would borrow from people who are doing it really well, like Saturday Night Live, and straight up copy them with uh, rotating features. It's and the best so, form of flattery. It is. It's called stealing um, like an artist. Yes, exactly. Um, it's the highest form of flattery. Ah, oh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> anyway. So we are going to start things off with your saltiest moment of the week. And now by that, I mean... Um, not like, you know, the chips you had or maybe, you know, the McDonald's fries that had too much salt, but like what made you a little PO'd, what made you a little upset, um, possibly induce some road rage or 
maybe. <laughs> well, I know because I'm thinking of something you told me. <laughs> yeah. um, so and let's go ahead and start with you, Jared. <laughs> okay. Actually, yeah, let's start with you. Okay, so uh, this past week I was driving, and let's just say someone in the car with me was navigating, and someone in the car who was navigating. Wasn't doing the greatest of jobs. I'd like to interrupt you. Weren't you in a work vehicle with, you know, our slogan and logo plastered along the sides? So as I was saying, yeah, I just want to, I just want that to be for the record. So the navigating person wasn't navigating very well, and we got a little lost, and so I got frustrated, and I shouldn't have got like I, I don't know why, but we literally like we made a circle one time, and I'm like, this is where we just were, and it was completely uncalled for and all that. So I'm already ticked off. And so we're driving down the road, and I was probably driving a little too aggressively anyway. And the person in front of me, oh, this is... <laughs> in the work vehicle, by <laughs> yeah. the way. Yeah. The, the person in front of me slams, or doesn't slam on their brakes, but they gently tap their brakes and then turn their blinker on. And I mean, it was probably one second apart. Mm-hmm. But I was already ticked off, as I mentioned. And so I just like started going off yelling. Now, I didn't have the windows down or anything, but I mean, I'm just yelling, you're supposed to turn <laughs> your flailing. blinker on. Yes. Yeah. You're supposed to turn your blinker on before you hit the brakes. And like, I felt so bad immediately, but I was ticked off. And by the way, just for the record, you do turn the blinker on before you hit the brakes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that was probably my saltiest moment of the week. That's a good salty moment. I just hope you weren't making any, you know, rude gestures. I did not make any rude gestures. So. In the in our work vehicle <laughs> for our FM radio station J103. So um, anyway, yeah. Brett, you. what was your saltiest? You were really moment? shining the light there. Weren't you? <laughs> anyway, what was your saltiest? Um, moment? I just had a. Uh, I guess this this last Thursday um, had like a long day of like continual buildup. You know, uh, we're getting uh, new uh, tires put on the van that we were borrowing from my in laws, and so we get there. Uh, the the lights had been left on in the parking lot for like five hours, and so it was dead. Uh, the guys had to come out and jump it off, and then we couldn't get the hood shut. And you know, we're trying to meet all my family, you know, parents, in laws, sister in law, my wife and kids, <clears throat> trying to meet them all at the restaurant. And so I'm like trying to get back over there, and my father in law's like, "Nope, we need to get this taken care of." Well, the hood's never shut, but you know, they just opened it, so let's make them do it. Which you know, I'm like whatever you know and five minutes into the the two people from the the tire place trying to fix it they can't figure anything out and so i have to show them how to do it and i did it and you know got it taken care of and so when we go over there and um we get to the parking lot i had to park at the back of the parking lot we get to up get up to the front and my father-in-law hands me my wife's water that she had left in her car so i had to walk all the way back to the back of the parking lot again put that up come back start going inside my father-in-law's like oh yeah by the way uh, you guys need your diaper bag with all your kids stuff in it. Um, and it's out in the car. So, um, I go all the way back to the, to the back of the car, get that. And I'm coming back and I get this homeless guy. Well, I, I don't know if he was homeless, but maybe homeless, uh, homeless guy stops and asks me for money, gives me this sob story. And my immediate reaction is I want to like point to my car that I'm borrowing from my in-laws that has a duct tape mirror back there, you know, and everything. And I'm like, you know, look at that. And so, um, I actually did. Um, he said, Hey, do you have any money? Uh, you know, uh, I just started a job a couple of weeks ago and I get my first paycheck tomorrow and I need 27 or I think it was 27 or $26 in order to finish paying this bill so that we can, me and my wife can have a place to sleep tonight. 
And I was like, yeah, uh, here, I keep all my money behind the duct tape side view mirror on this van I'm borrowing from my father-in-law. And you know the things that you say in your head that you don't want to say out loud? That was one of those cases where I said it out loud. And honestly, it felt good like for probably like four seconds. Would you also wish you could have um, But yeah, like yeah. then I felt bad. And I'm like, ah, oh, Jesus is disappointed in me. <laughs> Um, and so I reluctantly opened my wallet and gave him the only dollar bill that I had because I just don't carry cash that much anymore. But, uh, yeah, um, I really like, it was one of those moments where I I said things out loud that I should have kept in my head. Um, so I get inside and, you know, still kind of PO'd about the whole thing, but realize I'm surrounded by loved ones. We're celebrating my son who just had an awesome Christmas program. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. So I lightened up. So that was my salty moment. You went off on a homeless guy. <laughs> I did. Sometimes so. we've all wanted to do that you, before. Yeah. I just ac- actually did it. Um, <laughs> and actually, it's not worth it, kids. <laughs> it's not worth it. It's only four seconds of fun. <laughs> all right, Deanna, saltiest moment. I believe this topic was inspired by me because. I, you were extra salty. I was extra salty. This topic was inspired by your whole last Tuesday. My whole <laughs> last Tuesday. Yeah, I kind of overreacted and like oversalted, you know. Oversalted. Like on a scale of, you know, regular salt-free chips to like Lot's wife. Yeah, I was, <laughs> might have been a pillar yeah. of salt. Oh. So last week, I just got my feelings hurt and so I turned into a salty person some co-workers who I love and respect (laughs) and appreciate and enjoy hanging out with have been talking about this new cookie place in town and so a few of them went to go and get some and they didn't tell everybody in the office and they came back with these giant delicious freshly baked cookies and just made a big deal about how they weren't going to share did. them. They, to be fair, they did yeah. make a big deal. Yeah, about it. very. They paraded it, them. Yeah, they did, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, we're not going to share. We're not going to share." And so I was just, I felt very discarded, s- discarded, and unwelcome, and and so like I just didn't talk to anybody for the rest of the day Monday, and then I came in Tuesday and put my headphones on and didn't talk to anybody for probably about five six hours. It's true. It's true, and I know that was an overreaction, but I was also like, it's just not cool with me my biggest pet peeve is when people are inconsiderate and i realize i can be that way too but like right. when you have the chance to be considerate or or just not tell anybody like you don't have to you don't have to say like oh we got cookies and you didn't get any just don't say anything about those delicious cookies and you could have enjoyed them without making anybody else feel mm-hmm. bad so that's my saltiest moment of the week i'm i'm here to apologize publicly <laughs> <laughs> for being so salty i'm over it now it's fine now if we can just get them to apologize for being yeah <laughs> but yeah all right well the time's come we gotta vote for the saltiest moment of the whole week i, I think having inspired <laughs> the the award show that we uh just went through um my vote would definitely be for deanna <laughs> I'm going to save you from having to vote, Deanna, <laughs> because majority rules. Now, Brett was pretty salty. I was going to say, like, does mine outweigh no, hold on, salting hold on, a homeless hold on, guy? Hold on. Assaulting? Brett. Oh, hey, that's my spiritual 
<laughs> and play. So Brett was salty. Yes, Brett was salty, and Brett was more of a jerk than you were. But <laughs> Brett's lasted, as he mentioned, a total of about yeah. four seconds. Yeah. Not like four days. Not <laughs> four <laughs> days. Like so the day. saltiest moment award. Yeah, Deanna. Goes to Deanna. Thank you for this prestigious yeah. award. Speech, speech, speech. I, I'm so sorry to all of my friends and family. I want to go get her one of those cookies now and literally like... <laughs> Dump salt, dump salt all over it, it though. <laughs> or like, hey, can you, can you guys bake me a special cookie oh, with salt nice. in it? Just to see. No, I do. want you to get those for the other people. Ah, in the there you go. Now we're talking revenge just kidding, cookies. Just the best kind of cookies. Deanna's over there, like, I'm supposed to be the salt of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm the salt of the cookies. I'm spreading her saltiness. <laughs> So whether you're looking for music to relax and chill out to, or maybe some new tunes to go working out, check out jradio.com. We've got awesome stations and playlists set up with great Christian and positive music that you can work out to, chill out to, or maybe just listen. So it's the new year, and with the new year, a lot of times it comes time to make those new year's resolutions well i know how you feel about it now no seriously i was gonna ask do you guys do new year's resolutions no no because they're not realistic okay what if they are they're not for me what if they're not i mean they're not okay now i will say most people don't make realistic now now i'm about to make a case for new year's resolutions i don't personally make resolutions I make goals, and I know it probably Semantics. sounds like, yes. I knew I knew you would say that. That's such a good word to describe what you just said, though. I also would like to play the semantics card and say I'm not going to make an, uh, a resolution, <laughs> but I have aspirations. Here are some things I would like to do if I feel like it, and if the temperature is. I right. wish okay, eye rolling oh. could be picked up across an audio okay, podcast because no. I'm eye rolling like hard on both of you right now. No, but seriously, let me ask. And I want to explain the difference between New Year's resolutions and New Year's goals. But what's the difference between why do you say aspirations instead of resolutions? Because I'm not I'm not fooling myself into saying like my life has changed. Like I am a new person just because I verbalize something. Right. Like that takes a lot of dedication and commitment and, you know, consistency. Whereas I'm not always that person. So I'd rather say like here are some things that I'd like to work up to. I don't feel like that's the picture you get, not, at least not in America, of like resolutions. It's like hard and fast, like one day you don't go to the gym at all, and the next day you're like, I'm hitting the gym for three hours! Right. And so that's just not really a lifestyle change. Right. So i just like to say, like, these are some things I would like to work towards doing. So what are they for you? For me, uh, I would like to read more. I would like to, you know, just continue expanding my knowledge and expanding my vocabulary. Did you get lispy on this? I did. Okay. Yes. I just want to sound like a like a lifestyle guru right now. But really, that's something I want to get better at. I don't read very much. I'm very bad at like even reading the Bible, which is something that's important to me. Yeah. And I just like I even have the Harry Potter books at my house that like I want to read because I know they're good pieces of literature. Uh, my dad used to read to us when we were kids, and it was such a big deal. Like, we actually, I watched the Chronicles of Narnia movie very recently and just thought back to how special it was that my dad read those books to us. And it's there's something about written word that actually, like, helps our brains, I think. So I want to read more. That's my aspiration. Also so, to, like, work on fitness, but 
we'll see if that happens. <laughs> but reading is a little bit more. Realistic. That might be a New Year's resolution, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> so Deanna has two resolutions. I mean, aspirations. aspirations. So I want to make my case for why I say goals, and it's actually similar to your idea of aspirations because first of all, New Year's resolutions get a bad rap. Because, I mean, think about the gym parking lot for about the first two weeks of January. And, like, that just shows you, you know, week number three, and it's back to the exact way it was. But I want to have certain things that I work my way towards. Um, So I actually made two goals, and I think that will better explain what I think when I think of goals. But one of mine is, like, I used to run a lot. When I was in high school, I ran cross country, and I totally hated it. And as soon as I stopped running cross country, I loved running. I just didn't like the... I don't know, competitiveness of always being in last place. But if Were you, you that bad? Oh, uh, <laughs> a quick story. He got beat so, by the girls is what it was. Well, yeah, duh. That's, a, that's yeah. not a bad thing. No, here's, here's how bad it was. Uh, my cross-country coach, so first of all, my basketball coach wanted us to run cross-country, so I just did it to get in shape. and It was required to, for my basketball really, team. Okay, yeah. very similar. So I ran it. I, was, I stunk at it. I wasn't fast. I had the endurance but just wasn't fast. And the cross-country coach, you know, is obviously – all about the you know cross country program so every time we had a race he would hang up the results and highlight our names in the school hallway and it's like four and a half pages every time <laughs> more like four and a quarter pages and so and you're on that last every quarter. time i'm on that last <laughs> quarter and i'm like oh my gosh he just hung that up but anyway i enjoy it for the endurance running and so one of my goals is to work up to running a race this year by the way i think it's very doable um i don't like to call it a you know, if I were making a resolution, I would say my resolution was to run more. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I want to do a race. That's a goal. I feel like it's more measurable. Could, is it any like the toddler trot fun run or like at least a, a good question? At least a 5K. Okay. So my wife and I did as like a New Year or not New Year's as a Thanksgiving tradition. This past year, we walked the Grateful Gobbler on Thanksgiving morning. And both of us want to run the race next year. So that's kind of like I'm, I want to work up to that. And to be honest, I could probably do a 5K right now just because it's – I'm used to endurance running now. But that's kind of what I'm aiming towards. So Then why don't you make it a 10K? <laughs> I mean, like I – mean, I'm not saying I won't run a 10K. I'm I, not, I know, but, like, to me that should be your what, – what did you call it, goal? Goal, yeah. Uh, not I mean, resolution. I mean, if set your heights. Well – and again, you notice I said to run to run a race. See, I'm my personality type. I hate missing goals, and I, I do set a lot of goals, and so I always undershoot my goals, and then I overperform on my goals. So. I do that too. I like to write things on my to do list that I've already done, yes. so I can work yes. them off. All right, I'll I'll let you make your case for why this is just all a bad idea. Well, I, I think already you helped me a little bit just saying you know uh, all you want to do is run a race when you you said you could pretty much go out and do that today. Um, like I there, think, there needs to be I don't a challenge know, though. like a, a goal there still needs to be a challenge and it sounds like you're not challenging yourself with that goal okay so let's be real for a second then but before you yeah I, I really want to run a marathon before I die right I've done a couple of half marathons before my real challenge goal like what I would love to do this but year next year oh okay is run a half again okay by October there's one in October that I really enjoy mm-hmm. I would love to do that. I don't want to set that goal though because I'm not sure that I can do it, and so I'm trying to be realistic. Would you, with would you not challenge yourself more? Maybe like, so <laughs> by trying to get there. Maybe so. Like, but I, and again, this coming from a guy who like like <laughs> I'm not big on challenges. Yeah. Like uh, I prefer I to to set things easy. But like I mean, if you're going to be talking goals, uh, I mean, yes, you're right. 
but I hate missing a goal so much that, that you will strive even harder to hit it. Maybe, or we'll do the opposite and I'll miss it and I'll fall into the same category of what everybody else does with the resolutions. I want to actually do my resolution and probably the fear of not doing it is worse than what it's worth to me. Are you, gonna, are you the kind of person that's like, you set an attainable goal and then you can push yourself past that. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So that's like not just that a that's benchmark. A, yeah. Not that that's the best way to do it, by the way. Sure. But notice I didn't even get so, uh, specific when I said I want to run a right, race. You said run a race. Right. Yeah. So yeah. so um, my thought is like in the back of my. That's another thing. Sometimes I don't say stuff out loud that I have in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, my goal is to do that half marathon this so, year. But so you don't want the accountability for the <laughs> marathon? <laughs> that, yeah, okay. I guess so. Maybe right. that's the whole thing. Maybe that's what everyone's missing. It's just accountability. How do you get accountability when it comes to these kinds of things? See, honestly, th- well, this is a good segue. That's that's what goes into mind. Is like um, to me, resolutions, aspirations, goals, all that sort of stuff, um, like require uh, accountability. And it's not that I don't love accountability for certain aspects of my life, um, but I like to be able to think of myself as being uh, more in control of my betterment um, than relying on other people for my betterment. And so that's why I don't do any of those things. And I prefer (laughs) to basically review, like look back on my life for the previous year and figure out things that I could have done better. Um, And so it's, I'm more looking in the opposite direction. I feel like, um, and I like that, uh, but it fits my personality. It fits my uh, um, my lifestyle, and, and seeing you know like I don't know. Um, now I can't think of anything because I'm on the spot. Does that like does that not spur you though That's to kind of make like some goals or some at least but it's benchmarks? Still, it's it's still it's it's more looking back and now than it is in the future. I wonder if everyone who tries to set resolutions, aspirations, goals could do from a longer like season of so what you're saying is basically if the three of us combine what we're wanting to accomplish you know ultra resolution power goal review maybe we should be on like congress or something like that on congress i don't know what that i think it's in congress Congress. but i don't know things (laughs) yeah no never mind never mind i think that's important though like i don't feel like i take enough time to kind of think about what I've already already done, I just I'm already kind of. I'm a reflective like, person by nature. Yeah, though. like I feel like everyone I can like kind of benefit from more of that before jumping into saying like I'm gonna do this. Do you think possibly it's a personality thing though? Because definitely, because Probably. I mean, for me, like I beat myself up so bad. Like I would say part of what caused me to make my goal to run a race is because I was very unhealthy in 2019. But I don't want to think about that. And, like, to be honest, I didn't really think about it until you started talking about reflecting. And I'm like, maybe that's why, like, I want to make that goal to run the race because I know that will cause me to live a lifestyle that's more healthy. But for me personally, like, looking back just sounds absolutely miserable because I'll beat myself up over it. Hmm. Yeah. I'm very uh, easygoing, maybe too much sometimes. Uh, There's probably some things that I should be worried about or let get to me that I don't. Um, my wife continuously points that out to me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's why we work well together. Uh, me and her is because she's very much, uh, more of a planner than I am. And, uh, uh, I can experience things and look back at things without feeling guilt or, um, regret or shame. Um, I'm a very shameless person. Um, really? Yeah. What? Uh, no regrets. 
uh, and all that stuff. Um, okay, boomer. So, I've been looking for a place to say that for a while. It didn't even make sense. Right, especially like I'm not a boomer. Um, just old. Uh, older than older. us. Yeah. Not old. Um, I do have gray hair. That's been a long standing. And it thing, is falling though. out. <laughs> yeah. You get married and your hair sucks all the color out of your life, and then you have kids and your hair starts falling out. Just so you know. Great. Not yeah, a lot see, to look forward I'm not to. There Brett's yet, doing it again. He's looking back and reflecting. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Those kids, man. Um, anyway, I don't remember anything that I was talking about. So, yeah. Um, no regrets. <laughs> yeah. I feel like introspection and also like being able to look back and look forward are two important parts. That is kind of funny that, you know. I love looking back more than I love looking forward and um, I'm heading up the digital uh, right. aspect of <laughs> the ministries here, which is very much a forward thinking forward. But, you know, maybe that's why we'll work good things here for PCM, you know. Because um, you have such a rooted... Yeah, but at the same time, like the three of us together, you know, and then Justin is very much a, a planner, mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of the big boss, uh, Metal Gear Solid reference. He's also nostalgic, um, though. Yeah, yeah, but Justin and I have the same exact Mars Briggs personality, <coughs> which I'm super into. So, uh, but like, nerd for yeah, for funny. us goals, and that's part of, that's part of our like personality type. Uh, by the way, if you're Myers Briggs, I know you're probably wondering. So it's I N T J is mine. Isn't that the same as Ted? Uh, no, Ted's an extrovert. He's definitely an is e. he not a task? No, that's goal oriented. Well, no, yeah, he is, but not in the same. That's a different one. Anyway, that's a okay. whole different podcast. So you guys are more like but, cousins than brothers. Yes. Okay. Sure. Sure. But yeah, for for both of us, it's <laughs> it's all about looking forward, and probably we hate reflecting back. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like what you said, though. I think it can be a good balance. I think that's why me and Justin are brosefs. We pair well together. Oh. Yeah. How sweet. Well, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Work deck fun. Work Tech Fun, a PCM podcast.